Welcome to the Red Bearded Predator podcast, where average folks talk about walleyes, whitetails, Wisconsin outdoors, and beyond. It's like a beast. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's a nice eye. Yeah. That was a fast hunt. Holy cow. So let's get into the pot, the video cast here. I think that's what we'll call it. Who are we? My name's Eric, originally from northeastern Wisconsin. Ended up moving towards a little west of the Madison area here. So I'm in southwestern Wisconsin. Love to chase after whitetail, whitetail bucks. They're, they're nothing, there's nothing that gets me going like big whitetails. Uh, I primarily hunt public land. I've been all over the state. I grew up hunting northeastern Wisconsin where I would say it's some of the tougher hunting in the state. You mix in smaller deer densities, especially in the northern part of the of the northeast Wisconsin and a lot of hunters. That's where I, I cut my teeth growing up. There's a reason I moved down in the southern part of the state in the Driftless area because Deer populations are a lot higher, and uh, the bucks get pretty big down here. So, as you can tell, that one's about a 140-class buck that I shot two years ago. Pretty pretty cool deer. One of the first mature bucks I took. So, like I said, primarily hunt 95% public land. Another big thing that I'm into is uh, kayak fishing. I hit up all the backwaters of the Mississippi, Wisconsin River system, travel to the Northwoods and kayak fish up there. Um, pretty much go after anything. Smallmouth bass, largemouth bass, you name it, I go after it. I would kind of like to run into uh, a salmon or something like that in the Milwaukee Harbor someday out of my kayak, but I don't have the gear for that yet. But that'd be a dream of mine. Then I also do quite a bit of turkey hunting, and it's getting close to one of my favorite time of year coming up in April. I There's not nothing like chasing turkeys, especially around the state. I, I like it southwestern in southwestern Wisconsin here. There's a great population of birds, but I also like hunting the Northwoods too because it, it just provides a variety uh, of different situations in the Northwoods. I want to talk about my compadres here. First guy I'm going to talk about here is Andy. He's uh, one heck of a dude. He is from northeastern Wisconsin. Or, well, he, he resides in northeastern Wisconsin. I believe he's from um, way up north originally. I hope I got that right, Andy. <laughs> but uh, anyway, he is huge into bird hunting. He uh, cut his teeth um, when he was younger, waterfowl hunting. It's one of the best waterfowl hunters hunters I know. He he answers a ton of questions about waterfowl that I've had throughout the years. I've never done it personally myself, but he's kind of our, our go-to guy when it comes to waterfowl. He's also big into upland game upland game bird hunting. Um, as you can see, he has a dog right here named Gunner. Got him about two years ago. Uh, he's been training him pretty hardcore 
the last two years and Gunner has turned out to be a magnificent dog. Our goal for Gunner this year is to get him hopefully in the Dakotas in December and get him on some on some birds. Hunting pheasant hunting in northeastern Wisconsin is pretty tough. You got a lot of people and not a lot of birds besides the ones that are planted. Every once in a while you have a natural naturally producing dog but our birds there's not just not a lot there other than game farms and I, I think Andy's gonna try and get Gunner onto some uh, pheasant game farms just to get more experience before we make that trip out to the Dakotas at some point another thing about Andy he's one heck of a walleye fisherman he he's fished in a couple tournaments with our other compadre but I'll get into bud in a little bit here and uh, he, he's kind of Bud's go-to partner when it comes to fishing tournaments. Some other interesting facts about Andy here is uh, he's, he's very planned and strategic how he goes about stuff. I'm more of a wing it dude. He, he's planned. He likes a plan when it's going to the woods or going into the pheasant field. Um, very strategic. And he also designed your logo. So we'll give him props for doing that. I thought it was a pre pretty creative logo idea with uh, with the Wisconsin with the guy with the red beard. Pretty cool, I thought. So this is Bud. He is probably one of the best fishermen that I know, especially walleye fishermen. He fishes the Fox River in the bay a lot. Um, he's from northeastern Wisconsin too. Um, he. He really, he started fishing in like a 76 smoker craft. It was like a, I don't know, 15, 16 footer, the most narrow boat you could have. And he used that to start cutting his teeth. He didn't have much for electronics or anything like that. So he's just learned how to fish the bay the hard way. As time has progressed throughout the years, he's upgraded his gear. And with, with his gut instinct knowledge, along with the electronics, He's turned into, like I said, one heck of a fisherman. On his boat, he only runs like a 90 horse. He he doesn't have one of those big rangers or or one of those $80,000 boats. He's got just an average Joe's boat, and he can pound for pound fish just as good as anyone um, on the bay. Uh, an example of that, I think... He fished the spring walleye classic two years ago, and it was a field, I believe, 75 to 100 boats. And he didn't have the best boat, but he had the knowledge and experience, and he took fourth place out of 100 boats um, with quite a stacked field. And he's fishing against guys that have monitors, electronic screens that are that big. And, I mean, he's just got a little one and, an, and another one for his GPS. And, yeah, he... He's just one heck of a fisherman. What else about Bud? He's a white, pretty good whitetail hunter. Um, he's kind of been my partner through scouting in the big woods the past several years. We got pretty close to getting on a pretty mature buck out there last year. Um, if you go back in our videos, I think it's in our big woods uh, bow hunt. You can go, guys, go check that out. And uh, we got within... 80 yards of a really nice buck and we were only up there for one weekend and he specializes in hunting the north in northeast wisconsin mm -hmm. uh he hasn't killed anything major 
he uh, his biggest buck so far is just a four pointer, but there's nothing wrong with that. He's he's he knows how to read sign. It's just a matter of time before I believe that he gets it done up there. And I just say Bud's just an overall outdoorsman. Besides fishing, whitetail hunting, he like Andy waterfowl hunts. Uh, along with pheasant hunts, you name it, Bud does it. He's just a goal with the flow. He just wants to be out for, there for that experience. So that's what I admire about Bud. Just a, a really good outdoorsman. Just want to talk about some of our goals and what we want to create in this community here. Basically, we just want to encourage people to take advantage of the outdoors in Wisconsin. We got, I, I don't think people understand how diverse the state is sometimes. You got the Bay of Green Bay with excellent walleye fishing and huge walleye. Then you go down along Lake Michigan, great brown trout fishing, uh, salmon, lakers, you name it, it has it. And a lot of guys complain about the Northwoods hunting, but I, I love it. I know I live down here in southwestern Wisconsin, but up there just seeing a doe is absolutely awesome. But you got to look at the trout streams up there as well. And the walleye, inland walleye fisheries are tremendous as well. I'm down here in southwestern Wisconsin. Besides the whitetail hunting, which is, it, it's really good. I, I wouldn't say it's Iowa, but I wouldn't, it, it's up there, I'd say, for across the country. One of the, one of the destination spots that everybody should try once. And it has world-class trout fishing down here. I mean... In southwestern Wisconsin, it's it's magical catching trout in the bluffs. It, it really is. We're just trying to encourage the people to take advantage of what we have here in Wisconsin. We're also going to travel throughout the Midwest and probably do some western hunts too. Just showing people from Wisconsin that they can go out there and, and get it done in in the western United States. It... Uh, it is, I, I did a North Dakota hunt that was, I didn't get anything, but it was one hell of an experience. And me and Bud did a turkey hunt in the Pine Ridge region of Northwestern Nebraska. And it's, if you want to go on a Western hunt without the price tag, I'd say go on a Miriam's hunt in the Pine Ridge region of Nebraska. It's, you'll have a time of your life. Another reason we're creating this channel is just to give our weekly observations of what we're seeing across Wisconsin. Um, for example, we, we're just coming off of ice fishing season and we tried to do a, a weekly video, but we're just average Joes. We don't get on bites all the time. So it was more like once every two weeks this year, we got on a decent bite. Uh, we'll give you weekly updates or bi-weekly updates on the walleye run on the Fox River. I know technically it's not a run, but we'll call it the spawn. And uh, we'll give you guys updates on that. Or whether it's whitetail season, we'll give you weekly breakdowns of what we're seeing in the woods. Um, so that's what we got going for our, our weekly videos, if not bi-weekly. And another reason we're trying to do this um, live stream is to connect with you guys. I have a hard time... I'm being on social media all the time. Uh, I'm not good with Instagram or anything like that. So I'm just trying to think of a way to connect with you guys because I want to learn mo more about hunting and fishing from our, our 
our community here. I'm not even sure what to call our community yet. We'll just, I was thinking Red Bearded Nation, but I don't know. <laughs> kind of cheesy. But uh, yeah, we're just trying to connect with you guys. And what are you guys seeing in the water and woods across the state of Wisconsin? Um, it'd be nice to check in with you guys during the rut, see what's going on. Or, you know, during the, the walleye spawn, if you guys are fishing northeastern Wisconsin, hardcore on the Fox River or even I know the Rock River has has a pretty good spring spawn too. Uh, see what guys across the state are getting on for bites and whatnot. That's the reason we we created the 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 uh, Red Bearded Weekly. Um, so my next thought after uh, talking about the goals was to talk about our ice fishing recap. I want to talk about the first bite that we were on this year and lake on alaska or something like that it, it was backwaters of the mississippi and i was on a tremendous bluegill bite lake on alaska and the mississippi river i i know the perch talk is huge right now the the perch fishing is really good over there right now the bluegills are just as good i mean I was catching nine ten inch gills like it doesn't get much better than that through through a six inch hole and when a gill fills up that hole you know you know things are doing good so the bite i was on was fishing weed edges in like three to three to five feet of water and just moving from weed edge to weed edge to weed edge and that turned out to be an outstanding bite um and i was also running tip downs for perch and picked up a couple couple good sized perch so that was one of our that was probably our first good bite that we were on in first ice. So as we worked our way through the rest of the ice season, we got towards, uh, it was early to mid ice, Bud and Andy got on a tremendous perch bite on the Winnebago system. Guys aren't lying. The, the perch population, it seems to be improving year by year on the Winnebago system. We weren't catching small perch i mean the smallest perch that we were bringing in was i'd say seven inches or so just below that keeper size but they were all fat and chubby and we were catching perch consistently anywhere from that nine inch area to 11 inch area and i never took advantage of that bite growing up and bud and andy just happened to come across that bite this year and it was nothing special it was probably one of the simplest bites we have ever been on we were fishing just a backwater or uh i shouldn't say uh a bay we were fishing a bay and it was like two to three feet deep maybe four and the weeds were about a foot below the ice and we just put our tip downs right below the ice about six inches or so and every time we do that and let it sit for a little bit we had a pretty good spread perch would just come up out of the weed snake that take the minnow or the rosy rosy red back down into the weeds and as long as you were there to set the hook right away you were getting that fish but we were out there two weekends and i think one weekend bud and andy kept i don't know 20 fish or so we don't like to keep more than 20 just uh sustain the population and we were out there the next weekend and we caught about another 20 fish or so and you can actually see that those two videos on our YouTube channel. 
um, in our uh, fishing playlist from this year. Um, the, the next bite that we're on, actually it was another fairly uh, mid-season bite, I'd say, was a basin crappie bite up in the Eau Claire area. And typically that time of year, it was still fairly early ice. They're on weed edges, especially adjacent to the basin. But I, I drilled, I don't know how many holes around this lake, I'd say 50, 50 to 60 along the weed edge and the fish simply weren't there. So I decided to make the move to the basin, drilled about 15 holes or so, just hop from hole to hole to hole. And that ended up being the bite of the day. It was uh, had a tremendous day out there for me because I I don't have a lot of experience fishing bass and crappie. Um, I'm not. We don't have a lot of those type of waters where I'm at here in southwestern Wisconsin. And uh, it was a fun bite to get on because I've heard heard about that bite and um, I think I caught about five to ten keepers and that that was a good good day for me. It was half day that I was up there so. Those are kind of the three best bites that we were on over the ice fishing season. Had a real good time with that this year. I wish we could have spent more time on the ice, but I mean, as average average guys, <laughs> you take what you can get. Now I just want to talk about the upcoming weekend, and I'll give you a weekend updates of kind of what we'll be doing. I don't believe Bud and Andy will be getting outside this weekend. Uh, I they, they've been working on a private property that they have access to um, that they're trying to it, it's an 80 acre chunk that they're trying to manage a little bit better not in terms of deer but just overall habitat for wildlife and they've been cutting trails and stuff the last couple of weeks or so but I on the other hand will be scouting and shed hunting in Iowa I made a trip down there last weekend and I'll just say I was a different world from Wisconsin. Um, but there's a lot of snow down there. So I was just trying to figure out ways to access public and just kind of a game plan for this upcoming year because I have an Iowa tag and I've been waiting for this for a long time. Plan is to go shed hunting, find some bedding areas, fi find what the deer are eating. For, what were, I want to see what the crops were planted last year so I can base kind of a game plan of what the crop field should be this year. I want to figure out where the rut sign is because you can see it so phenomenal when there's snow on the ground. Um, and in Wisconsin, I've, I'm hoping to find more sheds there than I have here because in my last four years or so of shed hunting down here, um, or in Wisconsin, I've found four sheds. Which, isn't that great, but it uh, isn't that bad either for me. So I'm hoping to find more sheds. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is about how we're going to continue to grow this channel organically. We don't want to just be there for clickbait. We actually want to interact with our, our community members. members. Um, we we want to talk to you guys just like you guys want to talk to us. Um, not going to not going to sugarcoat anything. We're just average guys who just love being outside. Um, a couple things that I think would be pretty cool to do throughout this 
we'll call it experience, is to actually meet up with some of our uh, subscribers uh, on the ice or in the woods or something like that. I think that would be cool. I met a couple guys up in Eau Claire who's subscribers to our channel. Um, met some guys out in North Dakota that have subscribed to their channel. And I mean, awesome guys, awesome guys to camp and hunt with. So that would be a, a cool experience to meet with some of, my, some of our subscribers on like hunting our fishing trips. Another thing that I would like to do, I'm not the greatest at it, but maybe get some interviews, whether it's from other YouTube channels to uh, connect and network with, or I don't know, get some people from the DNR, for example, talking about the wolf hunt possibly. Um, I have no idea who else to interview. So if you guys have anyone that you would like us locally in the state of Wisconsin try and get on our video cast here. Um, go ahead, throw them in the in the comments, and we'll try and see what we can do to talk to some talk to some people from Wisconsin. And maybe we'll do some giveaways. I'm not I'm not too much into the hey we have a thousand subscribers we'll do a giveaway. That's just kind of not our deal. For instance, if if we feel like doing a giveaway, we'll do a giveaway. It's not really a big deal to us. Um, and another thing that I was thinking of, it just dawned on me the other day, something that I would think would be cool is, I'm not the greatest editor, but our, our videos aren't too bad, um, is to have our subscribers, if they sell film and they want a pretty decent quality job uh, done on like a video for a memory, send us a video and we can send you something back and you'll have a video the rest of your life to share with your kids. I know that's one of the big things that Bud, Andy, and I focus on. I don't have any kids of my own, but Bud and Andy um, have have some kids of their own. They can look back on these videos and be like, holy crap, my dad was a pretty good fisherman. Um, it's a good way to store memories. So yeah, if you guys have videos that you would like to edit, have edited, give us a shout. And I mean, if you want us to, we can throw it up on our channel. Be, be a cool deal. And if you guys have any, any ideas to interact with us, don't hesitate to reach out. All right, so I'll get into uh, the one question we have here. I wasn't sure if anyone was even going to hop on here, but I figured I like the outdoors and I like talking to people about the outdoors. So like I said, two doors outdoors or two do outdoors. How did you get so far with your YouTube channel? Any tips? I think for me, it was just trying to film as much outdoor content as possible and uh, do the best job that you can do with the equipment you have and be consistent. Like I said, I, I like to post a video at least one to two weeks or so. Um, sometimes we go on dry spells where we're just not getting on any action where we just won't post anything. For example, if we're just sitting in a tree and we're not seeing anything, we'll probably post a small little snippet, but we won't have like a huge long video on it. But I think being consistent and using the equipment you have, and I don't think it's anything you have to spend a ton of money on. For example, uh, Bud has a $100 camera that he uses and the thing's like 10 years old, and it does fine for us. And I have 
it's about a $250 camera. It's a, if you guys are interested in, it's a Panasonic V70 or 770. Uh, it's not the 4K one, it's just a 1080, but it's what I had for money. I'm not rich or anything like that, but it does a fairly quality job taking um, video. And we also run with uh, two GoPros as well. Um, we went with the Hero 5. It was pretty affordable at the time. I believe the Hero 5s are right around $105 or so now. Yeah, I'd say just do the, do the best of with the equipment you got. Make consistent videos. Uh, try and connect with your audience. I'm not the greatest at that, but do the best that you can. And uh, what we use for editing equipment is Cyberlink 12 or something like that. I'll just post it in uh, the description below after I get done streaming this. It was like $40 or something like that. And it gives you everything that you need. Um, so do you guys, before I wrap this up, do you guys have any questions or anything like that? A little awkward for me, <laughs> being by myself, but figure, screw it. Let's get on here and have a conversation about the outdoors. And if this sucks, you can let me know that too. <laughs> and we'll try to improve. But either way, we're going to have fun no matter what we do. Um, this was a little bit more formalized. I don't plan on being this formal. I'm hoping to get Bud or Andy on here at some point. They're kind of the shy guys of the crew here. I'm a little bit more outgoing than they are. So, yeah. If uh, you guys don't have any more questions, say, uh, Get out there, attack the outdoors, and have one hell of a time doing it. Hopefully you guys are safe and have a great, uh, great evening. <laughs>